prepare yourself, dear reader, for another gripping tale of adventure, drama, and self-discovery. This is Wonder World Comics. Yeah, so I am Kyra. I am going to be playing Eden Holloway, also known as Moonflower, from the Protégé playbook, which um, I'm really excited about. Yeah, it's going to be super awesome. Uh, let's start with a quick physical description of Eden. Yeah, so Eden's got um, fairly long, kind of brunette, straight hair, um, hazel eyes. Um, she's kind of classically pretty. She is very short um, because I am also very short. And while I can imagine playing someone with like crazy superhuman abilities, the idea of like imagining someone tall is just like a little beyond. <laughs> That's too much. That's too much. It's too much. Superpowers, uh, <laughs> no problem. How you, uh, not not able to do. That. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the world looks like from up there. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, quite sure. Um, she is very acrobatic. So, um, has has kind of that body type of an acrobat. Um. Costume design, she works at night. She wears a lot of black. Um, so she's kind of got a costume, not dissimilar to like Spider-Gwen in terms of like the shape, but obviously in darker colors than um, Spider-Gwen. Right, right. Um, so, but with like the hood, um, she does kind of have some like purple accents, the dark purple accents on her um, on her costume. And she, like Southpaw, has a bandolier, um, but her bandolier yes. is full of knives, not baseballs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a deadly combo. It's a deadly yeah. combo for sure. Um, she has knives, as previously mentioned. Um, not previously mentioned, she also has poison. These are poison knives. Um, awesome. So poisons to various degrees of um, deadliness, I guess, and strength. Sleepiness, per paralysis. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so Eden's backstory is kind of interesting. She is raised by these parents who are professional assassins um, and very, very good at what they do. Um, and that is where a lot of her training comes from. Part of the protege playbook is that you are very highly trained. Um, so this is, um, you know, she hasn't like killed anyone at this point or anything, but right, she did grow right. up with these parents that um, very thoroughly trained her and that's part of why she has kind of this miscellaneous skill set of you know sneaking around and whatever um very well traveled um right and so she has this uh really good relationship with her parents actually so they are yeah just normal teenage relationship <laughs> with your your killer for higher parents yeah but but like they are really a very well-adjusted family so her parents are very very supportive of her um they have good communication channels um but basically kind of what happens is that like you know sort of growing up under these circumstances she has trouble like connecting with other children her age her whole childhood um she doesn't have a lot of friends kids don't want to play with her because of this weird family dynamic she's got mm -hmm. with her parents being killers um, i think that's really shaped who she has turned into as she you know she's also 17 um Right, so she's kind of had this thing where no one wanted to play with her as a little kid, so she's been sort of scheming ever since to, like, you know, get people to like her, and that's that's sort of become something that's almost an obsession for her now, is she really, really wants to be liked and um, perceived by people as, like, this nice person who does good in the world. Um, and she did realize, you know, that being an assassin is not a great way to 
um, accomplish those things. Um, <laughs> she she felt like maybe she would get more positive attention in in the world of superheroics. Um, and I kind of imagine this conversation with her parents going where, you know, she is telling her assassin parents who are, you know, very nice and supportive to her that she <laughs> wants to become a superhero. And I, I kind of think this conversation went something like, you know, if you have this kid whose parents are like a very high-end lawyer and doctor telling them that they want to like go to art school, I think that's kind of like what the vibe <laughs> is. Um, are and this kind of sure like, about this week? yeah, it's like we'll support like, you if that's really mm -hmm. what you want, but like it's okay <laughs> if it doesn't work out. Yeah, um, you can always go back to killing people. Later. <laughs> um, but does eventually find a mentor in this uh, character named Belladonna. Yes, and uh, Belladonna is a member of the Vindicators, our premier superhero team in the city of New Olympus. Uh, and she is a spy and information specialist and, uh, like, an information broker. Who also does poisons. Who also has poison knives. Yeah. So, uh, as the protege, your mentor uh, embodies a certain label. Um, and they deny another. So, uh, what, uh, what label does Belladonna embody? Yeah, so this is going to be fun. So Belladonna embodies mundane and denies superior. So kind of Belladonna's approach to her profession and what she does is that she um, has a little bit of a like who who watches the Watchmen mentality. And she really feels more comfortable, like sort of on the sidelines. Like she feels like what she does is important, but um, she is going to be behind the scenes collecting and distributing information um, more so than you know, directly engaging threats. Right. Um, so, so she, so Belladonna denies superior. Um, Eden is like maxed out on superior in her labels. <laughs> so this is going to be like a fun, like, you know, Eden is a go-getter. She, I think is not going to like being sidelined. She absolutely has something to prove. Um, so I think that's going to be a fun way that they're going to clash a little bit, perhaps. That sounds awesome. A great we'll source of friction. I think mm -hmm. in some ways Belladonna um, likes the idea of maybe helping this person choose a path that is not being an assassin. Like, you know, mm -hmm. maybe, mm -hmm. maybe this is going to be like a positive thing. But I think also like just on the off chance, like Eden is up to something shifty. I think Belladonna would almost like her where she can. Yeah. Uh, keep an eye on her. And I think that's part of what drives their decision to work together. Yeah, yeah. Keep your friends close and the progeny of your assassin enemies closer. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's how that saying goes. Exactly, yeah. Almost word for word. <laughs> so I think they're going to have a really interesting relationship just because they have some mutual interest in this relationship, but also definitely some ways in which they yep. are going to clash. They're a lot alike and they're a lot different. It's going to be awesome. Um, cool. Uh, so as the protege to a badass superhero, you get some resources from your mentor. Uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us about those? Yeah. So first things first, we get some communicators. So this is just going to be like a nice convenient, like we can communicate um, mm -hmm. as yeah. one does with communicators. Right. 
these are top of the line, you know, superhero grade. This is what the Vindicators use when they're out in the field. So they are going to be, you know, waterproof, you know, weatherproof, uh, talk to super discreet, talk to deep in your ear, you know, very like they are top of the line. Yeah. Like in every superhero. Movie. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you have the superhero communicators. Yes. So I'm excited about that. So the other two <laughs> things that we are getting from Belladonna that we get to share as a team, I'm very excited about. They're very fun. Um, so we get a hidden base. <laughs> yes. Which is an abandoned shop co um, that we are repurposing. Um, Eden does sometimes have to field calls from people wanting to rent the space out as a spirit Halloween. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to what we can do with that. Um, I'm sure there's going to be some fun there. Um, oh, also yeah. for funsies, she gets a vehicle um, that she can share with the team and that is going to be like a mini RV. So Amazing. A really sleek ride there. Right, right. <laughs> um, let's go through, take a look at some of your relationships. Yeah, so um, there's a couple different ways you can play the protege. I am playing business style, so I am not giving influence up front to any of my teammates. Awesome. Very um, close off. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. And then, uh, let's see, you have a couple other relationship questions. Um, you and Blank teamed up a few times before the rest of you came together. Um, so I think that's going to be Sam. Um, I think she kind of has um a different view on her relationship with sam than maybe sam has of their uh, relationship (laughs) i think that she her kind of initial impression of sam is that he is um i guess to put it in baseball terms not in her league as far as like a superhero (laughs) goes right because she's coming in very polished well-trained um Mm -hmm, it's not mm -hmm. that they do both have bandoliers though um But very official looking. Yes. Um, but but he is very nice. And I think she is willing to maybe swallow her pride a little bit just because she recognizes in some way that they are sort of doing the same thing of like trying to, you know, enter this world and, and hitting some roadblocks. Awesome. Um then uh your mentor is cautious and they've asked you to keep an eye on. Ooh, that really could be Midas or KT, huh? It really could. Doesn't it? <laughs> I don't think Belladonna is that worried about Sam, but <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> um, let's go with Midas. Awesome, that makes sense. Cool. So yeah, that, that's Eden awesome. in a nutshell. Very exciting. Uh, are there any uh, questions from the rest of the group? I, I have, I don't know if this is exactly a question. It's sort of maybe a, it's just like a bookmark of a thought as I was hearing you talking about, uh, about Eden. Um, that like, so you have this desire to be, to like belong slash like have your own team kind of, right? Mm-hmm. But I, it, I think it makes a ton of sense that you're like standoffish because you've, you know, not always made connections easily in the past. And so you kind of, as just a default, you tend to like want to be aloof, but you also are very driven. Um, I think when she decided she wanted people to like her, she took a very disciplined approach to that. Like she treated that like the way she would treat, you know, her athletic training. The mission. Um, she, yeah, she it was a mission. She busted she, out the Dale Carnegie, how to win friends and influence yeah, people. Absolutely. 
like she studied people like she would just like go sit in coffee shops and like see who how people interacted who were charismatic and like really was um you know took a very healthy approach to making friends <laughs> when you bring that up i think that's also something useful to mention about moonflower's character sort of from the start is that one thing she definitely excels at is being adaptable um so sometimes she is very spontaneous whereas other times she is uh pretty cautious and reserved and sometimes she's very um you know like she's just very flexible that way yeah uh any other questions from the team oh sorry i do oh. have one more uh can we get can you just kind of the size of the tv screen you know that's the P, like ps5 setup situation in the abandoned shop co <laughs> like you know like what's the you know like is it surround sound dolby digital 5.1 you know i think you know? they actually still had like one of their home entertainment systems that they never oh yeah like oh, the display course. one i think it, mm -hmm. yeah i think it just mm -hmm. stayed there so awesome could it, could awesome. it be the wall of tvs so we can do yeah like, wall you guys totally have there. a wall of tvs there are Absolutely. mannequins just hanging out sick that's so good that's yeah we need mannequin we needed mannequins and we need the wall of tvs okay yeah right. the, this shop mm -hmm. was not very well cleaned out when yeah it was yeah abandoned so we might just be finding interesting things for monks who can mm -hmm. say mm -hmm. yeah, maybe there is some sort of like deal. contaminant and that's kind of why belladonna had the hookup <laughs> anyway yeah i don't know amazing i love it awesome well thank you kyra uh look forward to seeing eden uh some more in our upcoming comics wonder world comics is an actual play podcast of masks a new generation by brendan conway this issue was gm'd by michael dunham who can be found on twitter at galvanic man southpaw is played by charlie smiley who can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Big Sky Charlie. Moonflower is played by Kyra Nelson, who can be found on Twitter at Kyra M. Nelson. Graviton is played by Sawyer A. The Righteous Flame is played by Theodore Hampton, who can be found on his website at theohamptonphoto.com. Wonderworld Comics is produced and edited by Michael Dunham. The music is from Dvorak Symphony No. 9. Do you have questions or comments? You can get a hold of us on Twitter at wwcomicspodcast or send us an email at wwcomicspodcast at gmail.com.